Hey, welcome back to the Guess Where I Am podcast. And who I'm with. As you guys can clearly tell... For those of you who are watching... Yeah. Those who are listening, you'll hear no difference. Mm -hmm. Those who are watching, you'll see a difference. Anyways, uh, Amelia's interview, we already did at this point, and Mm -hmm. it was really great. However, there was more after, like, re-listening to it and editing it. Yeah. There was a lot more that we wanted to talk about. Expand upon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Relive the moment a little bit more. Before moving on to our next episode. As we know, I extended. <laughs> Had I to skip not. Christmas. <laughs> Screw you, mom. Uh-huh. Sorry. I'm staying in Australia. And New Year's. Yeah, and New Year's. New Year's. But New Call Year's me. was fun. Oh my gosh. Sid NYE. Sid. But the fireworks were cool. Yeah, well, I saw and fireworks was... 360. <laughs> I saw there were fireworks I saw... in every direction. I saw fireworks 180. <laughs> <laughs> were you next to the Opera House? Were you I was, next to the Harbor Bridge? Um, I was next to the Yara River. Cool. <laughs> What's that? It's brown. Remember, we were gonna jump in. We were gonna... No, that was not. That was not a we thing. That was a you. That was a you <laughs> thing. You were like, I want to touch it. I'm like, please don't touch I it. I know. I wanted to touch it's Australian brown. water so badly. It's so dirty. Little did I know how crystal clear. Yeah. Every other body of water I saw would be. That river is so dirty from like mud and dirt and trash from flooding. City life. Oh my god, no. How clear. Yeah. I never connected that. How disgusting that was. (laughs) And you're like, I'm gonna touch it. I'm like, no, you'll get E. coli. (laughs) You'll get a disease. Please don't. Not on your first day. First day. (laughs) But I have to say. That Melbourne was so friendly. Not to be a broken record. But also Sydney. Sydney felt very safe as yes. well. It what? was so hilly. Those hills yeah. were insane. I mean, you saw my feet. Yeah. <laughs> you saw the shoes I that I brought. I cannot believe that you put style like <laughs> over comfort to the extent that you did. I think we can all agree beauty is pain. But you took that to like a new level. <laughs> I committed. If those Doc Martens, if they weren't black, they would be red. (laughs) We've gotten painfully off topic. (laughs) Okay. Today, we are in Savannah, Georgia. And we are with the wonderful Amelia. It's been too long since I've seen her. Mm -hmm. Not even a month, but I'm sad. But I'm excited. I'm excited. I've heard so much about her. Yeah. I don't know what to expect, but I feel like you said that she's a sweetheart. Love her. I mean, she's called me a nice American on multiple occasions, so that's like the least I can do is call her a nice Brit, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I'm expecting a big personality yeah. and someone who just gives me that like warm energy. Yeah. She is just so much fun. The second I met her, I'm like, yep, we're friends. <laughs> friends for life? Friends for life. We, well, I mean, maybe she can tell the story about how we like officially met, but within 30 minutes of meeting each other, we got dinner together. And then we got every other meal the following day together. And it just worked. It just worked. How long were you guys together for? Around a little over 48 hours. Wow. Probably a little less. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't there for long. And it's crazy that you have talked so much about her. You said so many great things and you only knew her for two days. I know. And now I just don't know what I would do without her. 
I love her. <laughs> Even though she's all the way on the other side of the yep. world. Yeah. Living my dream right now. Oh, I know. But she'll, she's doing what we'll be doing in a few months. She's on the farm? Soon, I think. That'll be us though in a few months. Soon enough. We'll be on the farm yep. doing our regional work. Oh, the 88 days. I cannot wait for my 88 days. Same. Living on a farm? Mm-hmm. Sorry. With pay? And beds. And other hot backpackers? And food? And food? Yeah. I love how you're, I was like, how can I survive? Shelter, food, water, <laughs> money. And you're like, hot, hot guys. guys. <laughs> I love hot accents. I would hope. But imagine though, if we got stuck with not cute, cute people on the farm. It was just us. Imagine. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> no other entertainment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Too I'm much pressure. I am scared of like spiders. Yeah. And other bugs. Any person I talk about Australia with, for the first time at least, they're like, but the bugs. But the spiders. But the spiders. The snakes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, like, I didn't look. I didn't run into a single insect. Oh, I did. Other than I chose to ignore. <laughs> mozzies, as, yeah. as they would call yeah. them. Mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. What did you run into? When I was in Byron, I hiked up to the lighthouse to watch the sunset. Okay. Forgot that I had to do the hike back after the sunset. Pitch black hike with two girls I met that week. Nightmare fuel. <laughs> I'm sorry. In the dark, middle of nowhere, hike, yep. Australia, Yep. summertime. Yep. And then because we were walking so fast, we ran into these other girls in front of us. Of course, Girl no gang. guys. Nope. Yeah. Girls. Hey, we don't need the boys. We don't need the guys. No, no, no. Obviously not. But they decided to stop at every single thing they saw. Like, what was there to stop at? Oh, snakes. Any sound they heard. Oh my god, guys, what is that? What is that? Spiders. Anything and everything. Isn't that how you die in a horror movie? (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. That is exactly how you get taken out in a horror movie. Oh my god. Louise, when I tell you, I was like... I was like, oh my god, I don't know these girls. I don't want to yell at them right now, but like, can we move? Yeah. I at one point was like, hi guys, can we like go around you, please? <laughs> the horror in my voice. The girls towards the back of the group, because it was like five of them, were like, guys, I'm like really sorry, because it was the girls in the front. We could not go around them. Yeah. So you saw like snakes and frogs? No, I, I knew they were there. I just chose to not look. <gasps> <laughs> I did at first look, because I'm like, what are, what are they doing? Like, what are they looking at? Oh, that's an insect. Oh, that's a reptile. Mm-mm. That makes me grateful to have stayed in, in a, a city, city. Yeah. where I did not run into any of those yeah. insects. I chose to not look. Yeah. And but they were there. But they were there. They still could have they gotten were there. you. They could have. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was dark, so it's not even like you could defend yourself. Like, that. No. they could just jump on you. Mm-hmm. Louise, I thought I was going to die that night. Like, there was no other time in Australia when I felt unsafe. I felt unsafe then, only because of the insects. But that says something, you know, it's the wildlife that's more dangerous. And I think everybody agrees. Everybody knows that. Everyone agrees that everything in Australia is trying to kill you except for the people. The people are great. They love you. The humans are lovely. They're so kind. It's the creatures. Yep. Swooping season. I knew the I magpie. Is that magpie yeah, season? Okay, well, we have to specify what magpie season yeah. is. There are these birds <laughs> in Australia. Magpies. Magpies. And they will, during this season, they'll fly yeah. down at you mm-hmm. and attack you, but they aim for your eyes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. usually, like, they go after bikers or runners, anybody who's more, like, fast. fast. Because they're so, trying to protect their babies. Exactly. And they just think everybody's out to get them. Yeah. So, like, bikers will put sunglasses on the back of their helmets 
to try and trick the magpies and there's always <laughs> there's always like that one-off story of some poor child getting blinded yeah i was just about to say i met somebody that had a, a scar above their eyebrow now because of a magpie but like low-key though not to be that person but how cool of a story yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's not your problem <laughs> enough said <laughs> period period I can't even watch like the Hitchcock movie, The Birds. You know that oh one? Like that's too scary. <laughs> no, see, it's funny because like magpies, like visually, do not look as horrifying as I don't even know what they're called. The ones with the long, curvy beaks. Uh, they were bin birds. They call them bin bird. Bin birds. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, that yeah. Does sound, yeah. I loved the bin birds. They what? were funky as hell. Yeah, but they were horrifying because they're long ass beaks. That. I'm terrified of. Anytime. They were like oh. so nice. They'd get like super close, but I'd be like, mm-mm. This is five feet. That's Keep crazy. Your I didn't mind the bin birds because they just it's reminded the me of me. like raccoons. And I was oh. like, they're just trash animals. They're just trying to survive like the rest of us. Yes. It's just the beaks. If they had different beaks. The long curved. Mm-mm. The first time I saw Kinda them, like I'm like, pelican. hopefully this is just a Melbourne thing. Every no, city. They were Sydney. They were, I didn't see any bin birds in Melbourne. I did. I remember. Where? I remember when we, because I remember when we went to the art museum, they had that little motion graphic of them. Oh. And I remember being like, oh my God, those are those weird birds. Oh. However, tell, tell me more about Amelia. Who, yeah. Who is she? Like, tell me, give me three personality characteristics, like oh adjectives. Oh gosh. Okay. 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 Um... <laughs> Fake friend. <laughs> no, Amelia is so friendly. One, we got along immediately. Two, so funny. I like just, <laughs> I loved everything she said. Like, <laughs> she wore, because it was pouring raining the one night, pouring rain. It was pouring night. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Words. It was pouring rain. Nope. Yeah, yeah. It was more than rain the night we went out for drinks. And I had a raincoat. Chris had a raincoat. Amelia had one of those plastic raincoats that they give you <laughs> on like tours. But hers was the um, crocodile one from Steve Irwin's zoo. <laughs> and it was so big on her. It was size like 4XL maybe. She rocked it. <laughs> Slay. She could pull off anything. Like the outfits she had, I was like, oh my god, you look so good. I can never do that. <laughs> I can never do that. So good. So then what was number three? Um, hmm. Friendly, funny. <laughs> hmm, what's another F word? No. <laughs> hmm. She was effing beautiful. No, literally what I was just about to say. She's gorgeous. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. So the last time I saw Amelia in Cannes, she was about to spend Christmas at Gilligan's, a hostel. And Gilligan's is just known for being the party hostel. Like everybody in Australia is like, oh, you're going to Cairns? Oh, are you staying in Gilligan's? Yeah. Like it is so known. It is huge. It is like the hostel I stayed in Sydney was big, but like for the size of Cairns as a whole, a massive fucking hostel. <laughs> it is huge. I mean, Yes, granted, half of it is bar, club. <laughs> like, what is that TikTok set? Plus, club, not a club. Like, literally, <laughs> that's all they do is party in Gilligan's. Wow. Like, you didn't go. 
I didn't go. I was only in Cannes for two nights, mm-hmm. and I didn't know prior. Mm-hmm. I did look at it, but I saw the reviews, and it because it was supposed to be my last night, and I'm like, I just want some sleep. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be exhausted. I'm not gonna want to party. I could go party there if I wanted to, but I wanted to give myself the quiet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I heard all these stories as I'm going up the East Coast and I'm like, I can't wait to see Gilligan's. I just need to look at it. I just need to experience it. Mm-hmm. Like just for a little bit. So <laughs> one of the stories I heard about Gilligan's, which is will stick with me forever, is that one night a bunch of people take a bunch of drugs. Don't know what drugs, but they're on something. The fun kind. Yep. <laughs> they're sitting around in a circle doing poetry and i'm air quoting (laughs) because they were just saying single words they were like butterfly and then everyone was just like (laughs) yeah (laughs) like laughing clapping like really into it wow but it was just like it wasn't poetry it was just one word but they weren't trying to like that wasn't the point the point wasn't to say just a word it was like actually recite poetry but in their minds, they were that like, yes, yeah, this is poetry. <laughs> was the poem. Like, that's how, like, gone they were on whatever they were on. <laughs> wow. Like, that's all Gilligan's is. It's just, like, party all night. Like, music is going the entire night. Like, you just know you're not going to sleep. No Gilligan's. Oh, yeah. I wish I went. Well, I guess we'll find out. We'll ask. We'll ask. Okay. And we've got a lot of questions. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. keep on listening if you want to hear more. Let's bring on Amelia. I'm so excited to see her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello. Hi. Let me try and sort out my camera. Ah, hi. hi. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Oh my god. I'm good, thank you. Good. Sorry, my voice is a bit croaky. I've only just woken up. I haven't used it yet this morning. So So welcome. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I do. Um so my name's Amelia. Um I'm from the southwest part of England, somewhere called Devon. And I came to Australia in mid-October and I've just been kind of traveling around ever since. Well, thank you for joining us. Yes. You are our first interviewer. So big <laughs> yeah so i know you just woke up but how mm-hmm. are you doing how have you been since i last saw you yeah i'm great i'm thriving i can't not be thriving really when you're jumping around and not working if you're not you're probably doing something a bit wrong but i feel very um peaceful is how i would describe it so nice i miss that peacefulness well Which... i want to hear about um gilligan's because oh. i are you pre-Gilligan's yes on party hostel in Cairns yeah actually like I think the whole of Australia it's like the it has got a huge reputation and we'd stayed um we stayed at Traveller's Oasis before I went to Gilligan's which is just like the most calm serene kind of place ever um and then I got to Gilligan's and I ended up staying there for four weeks and it was just wild (laughs) it really is it's actually a very very good hostel it's really good value for money the rooms are really big really clean you get housekeeping every morning ensuite bathrooms and all the rooms they've got nice private rooms as well I think I didn't actually see them but I've heard good things kitchens are really well equipped and then downstairs you've got like the bar the um the swimming pool is really nice they do good food and there's pretty much an event going on every night but it is just, it's loud. It's very loud. 
pub kind of is open till 3 a.m every day so if you're not going out and you want to get an early night you need your earplugs and an eye mask because there will be people out every night but it was the perfect place to spend christmas and new year's eve did you have like yeah. an interesting christmas celebration with like a bunch of strangers yeah it was very different so i'm obviously used to a really cold christmas from where i'm from um and it was like mid 30s and it was super humid but it was nice because a lot of people that i'd met whilst I was traveling up the coast if they were also traveling up the east coast there would be a lot of people ending in Gilligan's like that's where everyone ended up so I felt like I was reuniting with a lot of friends that I'd met further down the coast so that was really nice I didn't feel as though it was all new people there were a lot of new people as well but the thing with traveling and particularly backpacking I think is everybody is a a similar mindset that you just want to make friends so everyone just is super friendly and super open-minded and just had a barbecue down at the lagoon which was so nice and there was a huge group of people it was different but I didn't feel homesick I thought I might feel homesick but I didn't yeah you were with both Chris's on Christmas right yes yeah 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 I got reception I was on the boat and had no reception and I randomly got reception it was like Christmas Eve and it was a picture of all you guys like we miss you and I was like yeah I miss them and I was like so sad <laughs> not being with you guys but at the same time I'm like how can I complain I'm literally on the great Barrier yeah right now. like oh my gosh you're so cool but I love that getting that from you guys I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> I love telling you story, but I kind of want to hear your <laughs> story. So I got off the coach. It was the coach was delayed, I think. I got off the coach and in Cairns and I just wanted to get to my hostel, couldn't find my hostel. And I was walking around this car park and I saw this other nice girl who looked she looked nice. And I was like, Where are you trying to go to? And she's like, Go to Travelers Oasis. And I was like, Me too. <laughs> we just had to try and find our hostel. And it was, you know, dark, raining. Both been on the coach for God knows how long because the coach journeys are so long over here. Yeah. And then checked into a hostel and we were both hungry. So we went down to some cute night markets and grabbed some food. And we just clicked, didn't we? Just vibes. Yeah. I think so, didn't we? We were just like aimlessly walking around and then <laughs> turn around and I'm like, She's definitely going to the same place I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. Google Maps did not pull through that evening. so. <laughs> uh, and I remember that day I almost missed that coach too. And I was like stressing out that day. So it was just like a nine hour coach for me because I got on before you, I remember. Yeah. Being swept by the time I got on there. So that day was just not it. And then the fact that I couldn't find how to get to the hostel, I'm like, just need food and to lay down. Yeah. And I'm so glad we found <laughs> Literally. I really needed that, like, support. I feel like if I was in that situ- situation, I would look like an absolute wreck. I oh. feel like no one would be like, oh, she looks friendly. Like, run <laughs> I'm like picturing myself after my like 15 hour flight and I was just like the most disgusting version of a human <laughs> and I can't imagine like a long bus ride yeah oh my god yeah I know so how long was your journey so I started I would say it took about two months yeah but I feel like even two months like most people that I've met like two months is short Oh, yeah, it was not enough time. It was, there was no way, yeah. Talk to us a little bit about, like, backpacking and making your way up the coast versus, like, kind of now settling in another country. 
I would say there's no I don't have a preference it's nice to feel settled I have to say I think after two months of I don't think I stayed anywhere long apart from Sydney and Melbourne I don't think I stayed anywhere for longer than five days so it kind of felt like I was very for me it felt quite fast-paced I'd spent a year before living and working in the same place and then to go from moving every two or three days long bus rides and meeting new people all the time it can get quite exhausting a good kind of exhausting but still it's nice to be in one place and I've got a really nice you know solid group of friends here lived in Cairns now for up to six weeks five or six weeks so it feels I feel very settled I know the place quite well so yeah they're very different was it kind of mm-hmm. scary to do like such a big change and like mess up that routine or was it kind of something you were really excited for what was like your mindset when you first kind of landed in Australia after having such a settled life definitely excitement at pure excitement actually I wasn't a lot of people asked me oh you're not nervous and I was like not really because I wanted to travel forever and I did three years of my undergrads at university and halfway through that was March 2020, so then the pandemic hit. And I thought that it would, you know, be over and done with by the time I graduated uni, but it wasn't. And there wasn't really an option to go travelling as soon as I graduated because no, no countries were letting anybody in and they wouldn't have granted any visas or anything. So I thought, OK, I'll just do something sensible and find a job and work, save up a bit of money. Which is what I did. And I really enjoyed it. I, there was nothing wrong with my job. I loved it. But I just knew that I didn't want to be settling in a nine to five job at the age of I think I was 21 22 and I just thought I need to get out and by the time I booked my flight and I worked my job for a year and had I was so ready to go I felt like it was long overdue so yeah I was just excited to be honest and there was a little a couple of days where I was a bit like oh no what am I doing I'm leaving a good job and just you know all my friends were getting really fancy jobs in London or getting promoted or moving into flats and all that and I thought oh gosh I'm still living with mom and dad to save up money so that I can jet off to Australia so I had a couple of wobbles but as soon as I stepped off that plane I knew that I'd done the right thing and I have had no regrets or doubts ever since yeah, yeah. I feel like that's one thing that's really difficult is how easy social media makes it to compare your life to what all of your friends are doing mm-hmm. it's doing something kind of crazy like <laughs> feels so wrong at first Mm -hmm. especially when you can see how all your friends are doing way more like successful very much like business heavy work life stuff and like you've just decided to be like this black sheep and fly across the world and have fun um yeah were you ever worried about it or like scared about what other people would have thought or were you just like this is my life my thing I'm just gonna go for it I wasn't ever that worried to be honest I think I'm really lucky I've got a really really good group of supportive friends who are all like so excited for me and kept saying I wish I could do that as well and I think oh you can if you wanted to Um, and they were like oh they were like oh we're really proud of you for doing it and my mum and dad have always said that their biggest regret is not traveling when they were my age so they were really really supportive and they think they said you really just have to do it and we'll just go and go for you know a few months and if you don't like it you can come back and at least you won't look back and you're later years thinking I wish I tried to go traveling to Australia and the way I viewed it was so many people do it and nobody ever comes back saying oh that was the worst few months of my life everyone comes back and says wow that was life-changing so I kind of knew that I would enjoy it and yeah no I didn't really have any negative 
energy from the people around me. So that was helpful in me knowing that I was doing the right thing, I think. So when it came to choosing like travel spots, did you always know Australia was going to be where you wanted to go and like specifically up the coast? To be honest, no. I mean, I was, no, I've always wanted to come to Australia and I'm not really sure why. I think I think maybe the fact that it is, you know, the opposite side of the world was just a bit but I originally wanted to travel to Asia first with one of my friends. I didn't want to do Asia alone. This is my first solo travel adventure. I've done um I've traveled Europe with some friends, but yeah, this is the first time I've come by myself. So I wanted to come to an English speaking country. Mm-hmm. And so the options were kind of like, you know, America or the States, Canada or Australia. And Australia just was the top of that list. So I thought Australia, New Zealand, that's that's where I want to go first. Um, and it was also the rainy season in Asia at the time. So that was another reason it was just kind of turning to winter at home in October and it was springtime over here in October. So I thought that's perfect. I just had two summers in a row. No, it's interesting that you said this is your first time traveling solo. Did you find it to be kind of scary to do that as a female? I actually have felt very, very safe since I've been here. I think if I was in a different place then probably but the east coast is it feels so safe and yeah I haven't had any bad experiences I mean there's bad experience everywhere you go people you hear horror stories but I actually feel a lot safer here than I do walking around London yeah that's I think also because you're consciously thinking about it all the time thinking about your safety you know you sometimes I think it might be safer to travel by yourself because you're very aware of what's going on. Whereas I think if I was with another friend, I'd quite easily get carried away and have like too many drinks or, you know, it's in the forefront of your mind all the time, which is a shame, but you've got to be careful. I kind of had the same experience. There was never a time where I felt unsafe. Australian, mm. safe, welcoming environment. And like you were mentioning how you're doing most of the like touristy things just being surrounded by other backpackers especially which most are also solo traveling is like so comforting knowing you're not yeah a, you're with other yeah. people doing it's the same exact thing it's kind of like first day of school yeah. vibes where it's like we're all in the same boat like yeah. we're all just trying to meet people and have a good time mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and I would say the majority of people I've met have actually been solo traveling as well I think you'd meet the the odd like couple or two friends that have come out together but in general, most people are by themselves, so it's super easy to make friends. Is that how you, like, your advice would be, like, to go alone? Or do you think you would have had a different or a better experience if you had brought a friend? Um, I know, I feel like I know myself quite well, and I know that I can travel with somebody else. I travel very well by myself because I really need my own space. I'm quite independent and... I just find it a lot less stressful just to wake up in the morning and know where I've got to go and do my own thing and not have to worry about holding somebody else up or um, get frustrated with somebody else. I just kind of do my own thing. My advice would be if you're traveling with somebody else, think about who you're traveling with very, very carefully because it makes you know tiny little things become big, big things very quickly. And a lot of people I've met out here that have traveled with somebody else and they end up bickering all the time or falling out which is fine if you can you know come back from that but I don't like that in my friendships or relationships so 
I would struggle with that, I think. I want to hear some of your shared best memories, like a play-by-play. Well, we didn't really have much time together, necessarily. Mm. But going out to PJs that night. PJs, I was going to say PJs was so fun. With Chris and Chris. <laughs> Double Chris's. I miss them. That was so fun. But, yeah, so cool. Um, so we good. did some good cafes as well. We both yeah. love our coffee and breakfast. We did some good brunches. So some things about particularly the east coast of Australia backpacking, like things you liked, didn't like, some like spots to hit, mm. something you wasted your time on maybe, or maybe you didn't waste your time. Looking back, I'm very pleased with the route I did. I think I would happily do it again. My favourite place was Byron Bay, and everybody says they love Byron Bay. I don't know what it is. It's got a charm to it. It's just, it felt... Because I started in Melbourne and then I went to Canberra, which I actually think is underrated, by the way. Everyone says don't go to Canberra, but I think it's quite interesting. Um, Only for a few days, but yeah, it was cool. And then back to Sydney. And then it was all big cities and, you know, very busy. And it could have been London. Um, I mean, pretty different, but same kind of atmosphere, same vibe. And then you get to Byron Bay. And that's when I felt like I was properly backpacking. My hostel was, you know, backed onto the beach, like this gorgeous white beach, and you've got some amazing sunsets. And yeah, it was just proper Australian kind of vibes. So that was amazing. Yeah, it's difficult to know before you get there how long to spend in each place. So I think I would have spent, I would have stayed longer in Byron Bay. I would have stayed longer in places like Noosa and then perhaps not stayed at Rainbow Beach or Herbie Bay for as long. But they were quite good buffers between busy trips so I did a couple of organized tour groups for Fraser Island and the Whitsunday Islands because it's just quite difficult to do that by yourself and it's sometimes quite nice when you're doing everything else by yourself just to turn up to a tour group and have everything provided for you so you know like accommodation and food and everything is all included with this just package deal for a few days so that was really good and they were definitely highlights. Fraser Island is amazing. It's the largest sand island in the world for anybody who doesn't know. And it's just incredible. So that was definitely a highlight. And the Whitsunday Islands, again, just probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. It's kind of, when you're there, you're just in this surreal moment and you just think, I can't believe I'm here. <laughs> it's just so beautiful. The Great Barrier Reef felt so big and just waiting. Yeah every day and then going on to the Whitehaven Beach I was yeah. just like this is not real life it felt so big what yeah. I was interested because you said that you spent time in Melbourne and Sydney I spent most of my time in Melbourne and a few days in mm-hmm. Sydney I'm much more a Melbourne girl over mm-hmm. Sydney I just want to hear your opinion on that as someone yeah I I'm definitely a, a Melbourne girl as well if I was going to move down to a city I'd go to Melbourne i didn't hate Sydney I I think Sydney is prettier on the surface so you've got the Harbour Bridge the Opera House and of like the harbour in general and all these amazing beaches I think Sydney does have nicer beaches um but then once you've kind of done that I feel like there's not much left it's a bit snobby a little bit businessy I felt that's that's the vibe I got because the I first couple of days I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in Australia. And I was walking around and seeing the opera house. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. And then I went down to Melbourne and I got to Melbourne. And I thought, oh, like, what, what is there to actually do here? I haven't heard of anything. Um, but, you know, you meet people. And I met this really nice Australian guy who gave me a list of um, like bars and 
cafes to go to and yeah I think Melbourne is a lot edgier younger just more my vibe actually Anna was showing me a picture of a guy with a coconut (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah I want a little bit more detail about that I'm just intrigued oh I don't even know what happened we were just making pasta for dinner and this guy comes into our hostel and has just got a coconut and he spent probably best part of half an hour trying to get into this coconut by just like whacking it against the tree chopping it open with a knife and I think he was finally got into it and I was I don't think I've ever been happier for anyone else because he tried really hard <laughs> he got really into it he went on a tour that morning that he he just like took it from this tour. He's like, Yeah, I got yeah. this morning. What a coconut today. Yeah. <laughs> I would have just kept that with me for like the rest of my trip there. We've been like, I, I worked hard to get this. I worked hard to open it up and now this thing is staying with yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. No, he was really dedicated to yeah. opening up that coconut. Yeah. It was it was it was very amusing for making dinner. It was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really eye-opening because I kind of was sheltered too where I just knew only Americans and like going to Australia was my first time being introduced to so many people from like different backgrounds and different cultures than what I was used to and I found it like enlightening and like beautiful mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you say you've had like the similar experience that definitely you know- yeah completely I just I think and I wouldn't consider myself a particularly closed-minded person before I came out here, but it just, you can't help but learn all the time because it's just so different to anything that I've done before. And I think just the people, the their cultures, and you learn a lot about yourself as well, I think, which is really interesting because I thought I knew myself really well. And I think I did, but there's some things that I thought that I really need time on my own in a day just to chill and just be completely by myself just to recharge and then you know there's I just it's okay to get things wrong it's okay to be wrong about people and things and just try everything because you always regret the things you don't do more than the things that you would do because you're right. not left wondering what if yeah. so yeah, yeah things like uh, that and any so. final quick word of advice no one comes back from traveling and says it was the worst time of my life. There are highs and lows, but you just have to think, you can just deal with it, just deal with it. And also I think, obviously be prepared, but try not to plan everything too much because plans change. It's a blessing to be so flexible. And I think, oh, thank God I decided just to do that and not go to this place. And, yeah, I yeah. feel like that's kind of like you extending your trip. Like yeah. that wasn't planned, it was yeah. spontaneous. Yeah, I didn't think it was even yeah. possible to extend my trip and then I did. Mm. and that second half probably mm. the best half for sure yeah yeah life is for living so yeah live it and the world is a big place so people get very comfortable mm-hmm. where they're from and that's great but it's always going to be there thank you so much yeah, thank you yeah. i miss you it thank was you for having so me so incredible to talk to you and catch up hear about gail again yeah. so i'm so curious <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the rumors are true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything they say. I love it. Well, have a really nice day for you. Thank you. And yeah. It was really nice to meet you. Yeah, it's yeah. lovely to meet you too. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Amelia.
Bye. Bye. Stay soon. Yeah. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you again to Amelia for joining us. Yeah, we've got a lot more to come as per usual. Yep. So please make sure to follow us on our Instagram and TikTok. Guess where podcast. Really easy to find. We would love any support. Yes, any support. Like, follow, share with your friends. Mm -hmm. You know the drill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the next episode will be just the two of us. Mm -hmm. And we'll be talking about motivation, mm -hmm. living minimally. Backpacking stories. Yeah, hacks. Yep, how to pack. How to live with 30 pounds. Yeah, exactly. How to live with nothing. <laughs> For a few weeks. For a few weeks. Losing a suitcase. <laughs> Losing my whole life. <laughs> nope. That's, a, that's dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Trigger warning that's what for Louise. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still not healed from it. Wound <laughs> reopened. Yeah, exactly. Never actually closed. It never closed. Uh, but yeah, check us out in a few weeks. And in two weeks. Two weeks. And we, we have got a lot more. Bye. <laughs> no. <laughs> you go, bye. Yeah, <laughs> One more time. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye.